Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. Welcome in on a Wednesday to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that all of you are with me for this short but hopefully good, hopefully something for you, entertaining, time-passing, whatever the case may be. This short ride, I hope you at least enjoy it or get something out of it a few days a week. I am, though, very glad that you are with me. By the time you're listening to this, it'll probably be too late. I know the weather's supposed to get pretty bad uh, this afternoon and evening around here, so be safe out there. If uh, you are on the path of these things, just be mindful, be careful. It might get pretty ugly in the state today, so, you know, just have those conversations with your family for what to do if you turn on the weather channel or your local news and they're circling your neighborhood like they did mine uh, a couple weeks ago. Luckily, nothing happened, but that's still pretty jarring to see them circle on the map, literally the place where your wife and two-and-a-half-year-old son are. Uh, so just know what you're going to do in those situations. There's your little PSA of the day. But anyway, I am glad you're with me. And what we're talking about today is something that some of you may not care about. That's a great tease, right? I'm really hooking you with that one. Um, right now, with your basketball program, I think the messaging is awful. It, the, the, the messaging, there's a problem with the messaging coming from your basketball program. And I do think it matters. If I were like some of you and I donated to the program and bought tickets and used my valuable time and money to watch this team play in person, what they present to me would matter if I were you. So some of you may not care about this. Some of you might think I'm crazy for even discussing this. And I think some of you might actually agree. Based on my Twitter interactions last night, most of you actually might. So we'll see. Either way, that's the topic today. Messaging uh, around your basketball program is pretty poor. Now, I recognize that the only messaging that really matters in sports, college, professional, whatever, is winning. Winning is the only messaging that really, truly matters. But in the meantime, it's something that you should try to do well. So that's what we're talking about today right here again on the Rebel Report my name, again, is Michael Borky. Follow me on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all three of those under the same name. Just search my name, subscribe, like, follow, wh whatever one you use, you can find me there. I do uh, live streams on the YouTube channel a couple times a week, so you can be a part of that. You know, Ask questions if you feel like, just be a part of the conversation. I'd love to have you, uh, so find me there. If you haven't already, subscribed to this podcast wherever you get them. If you're listening in browser, Go to your podcast app, whichever one you use, search Rebel Report and hit that subscribe button and uh, this will auto-populate to your phone so you don't have to wait till you see it on social media. Before we dive into the actual conversation, this podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. If you're in the market for office technology and you are inside of the state of Mississippi, anywhere in the state of Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems can service you. Office technology, everything from copiers and printers and phone systems and cloud storage and data security. If it is technology, if it exists in the office and you need it, absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you and they'll give you a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need, what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you. 
The podcast is also brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue right there in Oxford. Uh, best place in this state to get your meat. So if you're cooking with meat, uh, that's the place to go. That's where you have to go. If you're anywhere around Oxford, the area, it's worth the trip. Even if, say, you're from Tupelo. I talked to one of you that drove from Tupelo over to LB's, and you said that there's nothing like that in your area. So that was good to hear. I appreciate you, and you should be like that person as well. Go by. uh, Tell Greg that I sent you there. They've got lunch specials Monday through Friday but they are open on weekends as well. Everything you can think of in terms of cooking with meat, great sides, great advice as well if you're looking for that. And they're huge supporters uh, of all Ole Miss athletics, but especially Ole Miss baseball. And uh, go by, check them out. Just across from Kroger, University Avenue, LB's, the best place in this state to get your meat. Messaging. Um We'll start with the, the news and where this came from for me. Jarkel Joyner has entered the transfer portal. Most people think he's going to follow a former Ole Miss assistant to NC State. Not totally surprising. In fact, it's kind of been something that a lot of people around the program that cover the program, whatever, have talked about for a little while now that they expected him to hit the transfer portal. There are rumors about him, a couple other current players as well. But these seemed more real than all the others, and that became official yesterday. That Jarkel Joyner has hit the transfer portal. Um, he was the team's leading scorer, averaged 13, 3, and 2 and 2.3 per game last year, battled injury, uh, missed some games, but played through it. Um, was was a, a solid enough player. You, you know, you're not going to win much with, with him being your lead guard and leading scorer. Uh, but solid player, represented the school well, all that stuff. The thing about him leaving is when you say it's a good thing because it opens a roster spot and he wasn't good enough to be a lead guard on this team next to Ruffin and uh, Matt Morell. And I agree with that take, actually. I think that's right. I think him entering the transfer portal is really not that big of a deal. You can find another him in the portal. You should be able to anyway. He wasn't going to start on this team, or at least should not have started on this team next year if those two guys that I mentioned return. He would have been coming off the bench. He is good enough to be a starter somewhere that is not Ole Miss, or even if he just wants to be a role player and not play for Kermit Davis in his final year of eligibility, whatever. Uh, But he would not or should not have started for this team. It's not a big deal. It's not. My question is, and here's what I want to talk with you guys about today, is why did you tell everybody that it was? During the season, this this is really a sticking point for me. During the season, you guys were told, because I remember talking about it with you and talking about it on the radio show and kind of ripping it apart because it was ridiculous, but this is what you were told, that without injuries, this was an NCAA tournament team. If healthy, it's a tournament team. That was the message that came out of the program, was that if healthy, this is a tournament team. And and some people, people that I work with, mentioned, well, if Joyner doesn't get hurt, the team's different. He was cited as part of the reason, he and specifically Ruffin as well, but they were both put into that box of if those guys were healthy, it was a tournament team. If that was true, then why are you 
basically processing over half your roster. If that was an NCAA tournament roster, then why are they all gone? Well, it's because it wasn't. And and I said as much at the time because it wasn't true. The team was never going to make the tournament, even with healthy, from the jump, uh, during the season of which they had good health, by and large, they were not going to make the NCAA tournament. They were not going to be good enough regardless of their health situation. But that's what they said to you. If healthy, it's a tournament team. But yeah, they processed them all out. And then fast forward to about a month ago when they made the announcement, when they made the decision to keep Kermit Davis and they had that press release with all the quotes and all that stuff. Um, And that decision was made in part because there was a pretty ridiculous buyout, a bad contract, honestly, an undue extension with a buyout increase going into this season was given unjustifiably, but whatever, that happened. Um, but in that release, there's a direct quote. Here, I'll, I'll read it to you, actually. We have a great nucleus coming back with four of our top five scores returning and getting Deshaun, Robert, and Jarkel 100% healthy for the 22-23 season. That's what they said a month ago, and now he's gone in the portal. And now today... The spin, which I agree with, by the way. Again, I agree that it's not that big of a deal, but the spin is, well, they needed that roster spot. They needed to clear that spot up to go get somebody else. The the messaging is such an issue, and if I were a season ticket holding donor, if I were one of you, this kind of stuff would bother me. Okay, you told me this season that you were a tournament team when healthy. You told me a month ago that we got to keep the coach in part because Jarkel Joyner is going to be back. And now you're trying to tell me that it's good that he's gone. The mixed messaging coming out of that program is in part why fans have such angst. When you say last year's struggles were in some part because of his injury, and then when you say next season is going to be better in part because of his health, and then a month later you say it's good that he's gone, That would bug me if I were you. Maybe it doesn't bother you. Maybe you don't care. And I've seen a lot of that, actually. People just don't care. It doesn't matter. They've they've checked out emotionally to where they're, they're numb to stuff like this. But the juxtaposition of we'll be better next year in part because he's healthy and it's better that he's gone is, is really funny to me. The messaging is all over the place, and and fans are kind of fed up with it and sick of it, and I think you should be. I would be, if I were in your position, giving my hard-earned money to this program. And on top of it, there is absolutely no confidence whatsoever that you can replace him with an equally talented or capable player. There's no confidence that you can do that. Because the program, in a sense, is kind of hamstrung itself. It it feels like almost it's in a free fall anyway. But now everybody and their brother knows that if they don't go to the NCAA tournament this year, um, a coaching change is coming. So you're not you're you're very unlikely to get a guy with multiple years of eligibility to sign with Kermit Davis at the moment. That's going to be tough to do. Maybe they can, but one of these better guys in the portal that have two, three years left or whatever aren't signing with this program because there's going to be a coaching change. Or at least, unless you make the tournament, there's going to be a coaching change. And now you've got assistants that have left, 
And you've got to replace them with who? Because who is going to jump into this situation knowing that they've got eight months before you're probably going to have to look for a job again? If you've got an assistant coach with a wife and a couple kids, they're not going to uproot their family to move to Oxford for less than a year. So, And that's not necessarily Kermit's fault that it's been publicized, basically, that if they don't make the tournament, it's it's over. But between that concept, uh, so far, I mean, you've got to add multiple impact players in the portal, and so far you've gotten one center who um, does not have a face-up game, good defender, uh, but not a particularly high-level scorer, which is kind of what you need. And making the jump from the SWAC to the SEC is a really significant one. That's what you've gotten in the portal so far. Um, it's not looking good, and that's Captain Obvious. But they could really help themselves if they were more honest in their messaging. And I'm not calling them liars. I, I guess maybe I am. But when you try to sell everybody that, all oh, this is a tournament team when healthy, and then you cut more than, essentially cut more than half the roster. Oh, well, hey, one month ago they said, hey, you know, we're going to be better next year because we return, you know, Jarkel, he's going to be healthy along with Deshaun Ruffin and Robert Allen. They're going to be healthy, so next year we're going to be better. And then one of those guys that you sold, hey, we're going to be better because he's gone, has actually left, and then you're trying to tell people, well, it's better that he's gone. It, the, the dynamics around what they get out there are are inconsistent, um, unrealistic, and self-inflicted. Some of these things you just don't have to try to sell people on. And when you sell people on fallacies, they stop listening. And I have noticed that. I talked to a pretty diehard Ole Miss fan yesterday. And when I was talking to him about this situation, he said, who cares? And I was like, well, you should. He said, maybe I should, but I don't. I just know where this is headed. So fast forward to February. And then we'll talk then. It's kind of where people are right now. And I don't blame them. Be more, I don't know if consistent's the right word. I don't know if honest is the right word. But they could have avoided some of this angst by not trying to sell people a bill of goods that everybody know, knew wasn't true. And a month ago, you were telling me that, well, the team's going to be better because Darkell's healthy. And, and fast forward four weeks, and it's, oh, well, they're going to be better that now that Darkell's gone. Maybe it doesn't matter to you. I think it should uh, because you guys are smarter than that. You guys are smarter than that. At least I think you are. And um, anyway, so I agree that it's not that big of a deal. I, I think that you can find pro a productive player or a player that can match his production in the portal. I think you can. But four weeks ago, you were telling me that you're going to be better because he's healthy. And now you're telling me it's going to be better that he's gone. Which one is it? Thank you so much. Again, I know these are short, but uh, most of the feedback I've gotten from you guys is that you like it, especially doing solo. But anyway, thank you so much for uh, for tuning in. Important baseball weekend starting tomorrow night. Friday's podcast will uh, react to at least the first game, anyway, of the South Carolina series. A critical 
critical series for Ole Miss because uh, the regional hosting thing is not a conversation anymore, but it's teetering on the edge of will they make the tournament. Now, the opportunities in front of them to do that is not a crazy path. They don't really have to play above themselves, but that conversation is soon to be had if they keep on this path that they're on. So huge weekend for them and a winnable series at uh, at South Carolina. They're good on the road. They have two series win on the road so far uh, this season, or at least in SEC play. So anyway, thank you so much uh, for tuning in, and I'll talk to you guys again on Friday. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.